Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. We're here for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truth. It is your co-host, Jenny Scott, ISSA content developer and personal trainer here with you. I have, guys, 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 I have a guest co-host with me. It's my favorite boot camp co-host, John Bauer. Hi, John. How are you? Oh, man. Thank you for having me on. I got big shoes to fill from Big Dan Duran, so hopefully uh, I can do a good job for him today in his place. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to, to be on here. We've been having some great guests on here, and today is no exception. Absolutely. And you are a two-time guest, now a one-time co-host with me. I love it. Um, but Dan couldn't be with us today. He had um, another webinar to get on, but we really wanted to talk to our guest today. So we brought John on to help us talk to our guest today. And actually, John knows our guest today. So John, why don't you do the honors and introduce him? Yeah, it's, it's way easier to get guests on when you've uh, got some passing acquaintance with them, at least. Uh, today, we have on Daniel Spencer, and he is the co-founder um, of, a, of a health company and a health and supplement company um, called Salus. And he's going to tell us a, a lot about that. But uh, Daniel is someone I met a few years ago uh, when I was hanging out with a bunch of other fitness professionals uh, here in the Bay Area. Um, and he was uh, in, in a part in his journey where I couldn't believe it. He was teaching like handstand workshops. Um, all over the world. And I thought, what a cool life. Uh, what a cool life to be living in. And Daniel, I don't know if you remember this, but we took this incredible picture of you doing a plank like on a steel mace in front of the uh, yeah. Golden Gate Bridge. Um, so it was, it was a really cool time to hang out with you. And since then, uh, you've been able to go ahead and get yourself started uh, with your new venture. So um, I wanted to start there with our first question. And that is for you to tell us a little bit about your journey in uh, the health and fitness world uh, and what kind of inspired you to, to get into it. Sure. First off, thanks a lot for having me, Jenny and John. It's been uh, it's a pleasure, and it's nice to see you guys again. Yeah, that photo was uh, was funny. You know, it's like here we are learning the mace, and I'm like, oh, maybe I can try to do you know a balance on it just to kind of play around because that's just who I am. I like to explore different things. Um, so yeah, that's that was a good, made it for a great photo, and that was a good weekend for sure. Um, yeah. So my fitness journey, I guess. You could say it starts with, you know, uh, sports, number one. You know, every kid once has a dream of being a professional athlete. So I'm mimicking like Will Clark, you know, trying to, trying to master his swing. You know about that, right, John? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just every day I watch him, you know, he's, he's up to bat and I'm like trying to practice his swing. And this is at a young age. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just internalizing and like connecting with, you know, that athlete. And then so it got me very interested in trying. I was like, OK, I'm going to be a professional athlete. Well, that didn't work out. So then I started getting into, uh, you know, more training for my sport. And so I started playing hockey and um, I had a coach and he's just like, you need to get bigger you need to get stronger. And I was like, okay. So he gave me the basic program, you know, like here's chest day, here's back day, here's creatine, here's protein powder, go buy a bench, go buy some weights. And and I was off and running. And before I knew it, I started to, I started to feel the pump, you know, like, oh, wow, I like this. I like this new sense of, you know, like, of training. So, you know, that just got me really, and I, I'm a kind of person where once I learn something, I dive right in. I get so focused on it. I just want to learn as much as I can about it. So that kind of started my journey. And then along the way, you know, playing sports, 
gotten into some injuries and those injuries were good wake up calls for me to kind of check in and be like, this is not working. Whatever you're doing is not working. You know, you have these higher aspirations, but if you're getting injured, then the gym isn't really helping your performance. It's actually hindering you. So I had to constantly look back and be like, okay, if I train, like I've been told, I don't feel like I can move well. Like I felt like literally if I'm skating down the rink and I have big shoulders and big chest, I feel like it's slowing me down. I'm like, this is not helping me. Right. So I had to take a step back and be like, okay, what else is out there available? What is available? So yeah. So that kind of started the journey and just kept me curious, very curious. You know, if something said like, you know, for instance, total body exercise or like optimal or like the, the perfect way I wanted to learn that way. I wanted to also learn about how, you know, our previous um, like ancestors before us trained, the people before us, like how did people like a hundred years ago train when they didn't have what we have today? So that was very interesting as well. And still today, that's what I kind of, um, I always look back on. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you for that. And you know, you you started like a lot of us get started. You're fascinated by it, right? And maybe you had a coach that that tell you you had to do some weightlifting. Um, but what about transitioning into doing some of this professionally? Was there was there kind of a moment there um, where you you kind of made the jump? Yeah, it was for me. It was never. I was never like, okay, I want to be a personal trainer. It was. I just want to do this because I enjoy it. And then all this all along, people were like. Oh, that's cool. I want to do that too. And then I was like, well, I can teach you. And before I know it, I'm teaching people. And then, and it's just for me, they're like, you're so inspiring. I'm like, well, that's not my goal. I'm just doing what I love to do. And it just kind of started that way. And people said, well, I like the way you look and the way you move. So I want to learn from you kind of thing. So slowly that started to um, open up the door. And before you know it, I had, I was training clients out of my house, um, which wasn't really the long-term plan, but you know, I felt confident about it and I enjoyed it. And so it got me to teach, which I, I really learned to love to teach and share. I, I heard that a while ago you moved to Mexico and we're like, we're doing like retreats for fitness and like specifically traveling and training. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. Yeah. That was an amazing moment in my life where literally I had the opportunity to, you know, go down and continue in the fitness space in the Silicon Valley, you know, living the, you know, the, living on somebody else's time, going to appointment, appointment, you're going here, going there. But something inside of me, I was not happy. Like I felt like something was disconnected. I wasn't, I didn't have a community around me. So I had the opportunity to move to Mexico. And my friend literally put it this way. He said, you can move to Mexico and try it out for five months. If you like it, you find a way to stay. If not, you can go back home and figure it out. That's simply, and I was like, I never want to live my life knowing, not knowing if I ever take that opportunity. And so, yeah, so I went down there and, you know, my plan was to do some online personal training. It just so happened I was, you know, with my current training explorations, I was doing like handstand training, so it was very niche. And so I was, I could teach the yoga community. I had basically with a skill set like handstands or gymnastics or bodyweight skills, you kind of have a, a special key to get into certain and have to open up conversations with a lot of different people. So that niche kind of op- opened the door for me to be like, oh, wow, this guy's really cool because he can do this and I can't do that. So I want to learn from that kind of that person. Um, so, yeah, I went down there to one to start my online you know, uh, training company. And then also to, to teach people and, and bring people down there with me and like, come down here. Like, there's an amazing life down here. It's a, it's a simple life, but there's a lot to it here. You know, there's something about knowing where you, your food's coming from. 
talking to the people that are making your smoothies, talking to the people and like, oh yeah, I just picked these mangoes, you know, it's mango season. We just picked these mangoes. And like that deeper connection to me was very exciting. And also there's beautiful beaches, there's surfing. Um, and so, yeah, it was a great experience. And I was able to have, you know, people come down and they're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is your life. I'm like, yeah, this is my day to day, you know? And so every day is a little different, which I love. That's so cool. I'm definitely envious of that because every time I travel abroad, Daniel, that's exactly what I think. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is so simple here. They don't care about stuff or things or having a house full of junk, right? Or like, it's just about living your life and being happy. Like Costa Rica is one of my, oh my gosh, hands over my heart. Like one of my favorite places Uh, in the world. Pura Vida is absolutely the lifestyle here. And it's all about living a pure life and just enjoying your life and being with people that you love. So speaking of, like when you disconnect in that way and you go somewhere where the lifestyle is so different than it is like in the U S or even in the UK, like where it's like essentially a rat race and it's go, go, go all the time. Talk to us. Let's talk a little bit about like connecting with ourselves and really feeling ourselves versus that rat race. And that, you know, that go, 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 that I don't know what I'm supposed to feel like kind of feeling. Sure. I think a lot of people are just disconnected from who, who they are. Like if you ask them how they feel, they say, I feel great. I'm like, okay, well, how well are you sleeping? Well, not well, you know, how, how, what are you eating? You know, like, do you feel like you have energy after you're eating? Do you feel like you have energy to do the things you want to do in life? Are you happy? You know? So those kind of things, I think people just kind of bypass and like, okay, life is, life is okay. This is normal, right? Like this is normal. Whatever's happening in my life right now is normal. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. Literally we need to, I think we need to check in with ourselves and ask ourselves, how am I feeling? How am I doing? Okay. Am I hungry or Am I actually nutrient deficient? You know, am I just hungry because I'm bored because I'm doing something I don't want to do? Or am I actually really starving because I didn't eat well the a couple nights before or I drank or something like that? So there's, I think there's a lot of signals that our bodies are giving us that we're not listening to. You know, I th- many people will actually listen to their car first before their body. Like if you see that red engine light on your, on your car, you'd be like, oh my God, I have to take this car in because I don't want it to blow up or I run out of oil. But how many people, they get a little niche, you know, their neck hurts or their lower back hurts. And you're like, I'll take in a leave. It'll be okay. I'll take this. I'll put that to the side. Well, the body's amazing. The body will regenerate itself. The body will pull from different places and say, okay, let's, let's figure it out. You know, because this, this is what we're going to do. We want to maintain homeostasis. And I think that's the important key is the homeostasis. The body wants homeostasis. And so when we live in these environments of like a rat race, you're no longer in a homeostasis environment, right? You're getting stress, you know, you're getting, it's not acute stress, it's chronic stress, mm-hmm. which then leads over time. Like, you know, if you, you know, you can hurt your back, the first time you do something wrong, you're not gonna hurt yourself over time, over time. Now you have these injuries. So if you think about it, it's more about like, how can we maintain a homeostasis in this, in this environment that's not quite, quote unquote, natural for the human body anymore. We're not supposed to be exposed to all these sirens and lights and, you know, all these things, which are literally giving these signals to our body, like, you know, like, you know, fight or flight, basically. When the body just wants to, you know, take your shoes off, stand in the ground, calm down. I think a lot of thing, a lot of that has to do with breathing too. People are not breathing. Yeah. Right. People like breathing is something that we are teaching as trainers now because it's a basic human function, which, uh, you know, we shouldn't have to think about it, but people are so programmed and, you know, and our lifestyle has changed the way we're breathing. 
which then changes the way we move, which then changes the way we feel, which then changes everything. Absolutely. Have you heard of Ed Harold before? No, I have not. No, he's a breathing specialist that we've had on our podcast before. And he's, I actually did a session with him. Actually, it was Monday, um, an hour long session talking with him about breathing during like specifically training um, and during warmups and such for training and exercise. Um, so interesting, but you're absolutely right. Something so simple as breathing, which we do literally all the time and we don't have to think about it. If you do think about it and just put a little focus behind it, it will change the way that you naturally breathe, um, mm-hmm. which then, like you said, it changes the way that you get oxygen, the way that you put out CO2 the way that your body responds to it. It's, it's so interesting to me, but most people, myself included, we don't think about it. We nope. just don't put any effort into it. Yeah. Like I was at my, I was at my friend's house when I was traveling and he was working on a project. He's so focused here in his head, in the mind, his body is literally, he's holding his breath and he's like, I'm like, what's going on? Like he's, are you doing breath hold over there? He's just like, no, I was just so focused. I didn't breathe. And oh so God. if we actually can actually stop and take a, like a moment be like, how am I breathing? Then you can, actually maintain a longer set of focus yeah. by breathing. I mean, you can talk, you could, like you said, you could talk endlessly about breathing, but um, yeah, I think that's, I think if, if someone were to start there uh, with breathing, that would open up a lot of doors for people as far as, you know, maintaining that balance of what the body is looking for. It's time, another ISSA rapid review. Mike had this to say about the ISSA senior fitness certification. The course challenged me to think through how it would help clients with various conditions. That's great. We're glad you enjoyed the course, Mike. So much interesting information you just touched on. And you you did mention something. You mentioned something about the, the body is, is sending us some signals. And sometimes, you know, we're listening or, or we're not. Um, and, and you like to use uh, a term that you call body intelligence. Can you kind of describe that a little bit more for us? Sure. I think um, the, the body intelligence for me is giving my body what it needs to, one, to survive first, then to adapt, and now to thrive, which is literally what I want my body to work. I want my body to be as efficient as possible, which is literally what all of our bodies want. So when I'm doing that, when I'm thinking about my training, I'm no longer thinking about certain um, aesthetic goals or certain um, just certain, like a certain following a program. I've never been one to really like follow the program. I like to, I like to constantly think about how I can move more efficiently, how I can take a, a movement and make it more efficient. Like for instance, a squat, how can I actually get into the squat and feel my feet working from the squat, connecting it all the way into my, into my hips and into my stomach. And then timing that with my arms. So it's efficient as possible. So literally my arms are actually almost doing the work because it's all in sequence. So for me, it's about really being present in the movement. I think um, I've seen working with a lot of people is they're very disconnected from their mind and body. Yes. They're so strong in their mind. Their mind is like, okay, you know, you're here, but the body is what takes you around and moves you. And people forget and they don't appreciate the fact that they have a body and what it can do for us. So the body intelligence training to me is like, let's give the body the stimulus that it needs so it can move freely and move efficiently. I love that. I talk to my athletes. I work with youth athletes and volleyball specifically about that. And I actually saw a girl yesterday who had such good, like mind body control. Everything she did was so coordinated, so smooth. And she was a very, very good athlete because of it. And I actually talked to her mom. Her mom was one of the coaches there. And I said, yo, your kid is good. Like she's so, and she's 11. And I was like, she's so coordinated at her age. 
And she's like, well, we don't tell her that she's good, but, <laughs> but you're right. Cause I see kids who are just like flopping around and they're trying to do yeah. something. And they're like, I don't understand why my arm's moving over here. And I'm like, cause you're not like, you're not focused on it. First of all, right. Mm-hmm. You have to create those connections all the way down to your little ends of your fingers and your toes, but you have to work on it. You have to focus on it in order for it to be controlled. Yes. And so many people don't control their bodies or they let their mind, like you said, they let their mind take over to the point where their body is like, Hey, Hey, what about me? Right. Uh-huh. So well, if you're, yeah, exactly. Or if you're, you know, in the business corporate world, for instance, you're constantly thinking and trying to be analytical and you go into work and, you know, a workout and you don't want to think about the workout. You just want to go through the motions, but our job as trainers is to like slow them down and say, okay, this is you, you have an hour that you're committing to your body. Let's maximize that rather than let's go through the motions and check off another workout because it's a workout rather than an actual training and learning session. So I like to approach my sessions as what can I learn? You know, for me, it's all about what can I learn about my body in that session? How can I make the movement as efficient as possible? Literally. Did you find that with your handstand training? Like, I thought that was so cool when John told me that. Because, like, literally, think about what you, I take, I do yoga. And, like, nice. I've never been able to get into a headstand, a handstand, arm balance, anything. Because, like, I just, I don't know if I've focused enough on it. I have also practiced, mind you, full disclosure. <laughs> but when you're teaching people how to balance their body, how does that play into it? Well, the thing about a handstand is so unique because you're upside down. Yeah. And so everything's backwards. So um, verbal cues don't work anymore. So if you tell somebody to move their leg forward and backwards, they don't know where that is because their their body, the world is basically upside down. So that's where it's important to have a coach where you're actually touching somebody and having to move them rather than the, the verbal cues, which I think also verbal cues can also get in the way of a lot of training movements too, rather than letting people kind of, figure it out a little bit, you know, give them, give them just enough stimulus where they have, they can feel it and then let their bodies take over because our bodies are amazing. You know, like a simple thing is like for a hip hinge, you know, you take the stick and put it on their back. Now they know what their spine is supposed to feel like when they're doing a hip hinge, as opposed to bending over, you know, which you mentioned kids and that's what kids are. You're like, Hey, you know, we're going to do a hip hinge. We're going to do a deadlift. And they're like bending over. They have no awareness. So, um, Yes, for me, it's very much important to, you know, like, like I said, it's all about, so for, sorry, going, so going back to handstands. Yeah. So the balancing is very important because it's, it's a, it's a new sensation. And so for me, when I did my handstand tracing, I had to figure out how I can create that support in my arms, because you think about your standing, your supports in your legs. So how can you think about the support in your arms? So it's important to think about, okay, how is my, where's the weight in my hands, which would be the equivalent of my feet. And then what is my forearm doing? I need to make sure that I'm rotating my form externally. So I'm maximizing the ability to create tension in that, my, my lower arms to create that stability. And then in that process, what's your shoulder doing? If your shoulder is in yoga, they teach the handstands of like dropping the shoulder, like a downward dog. But when I teach a handstand workshop, I do I just do a test. I'm like, okay, drop your shoulder. I push on it. And now I'm, I'm using muscles. But if I elevate the shoulder, I'm connecting the serratus into the rib cage all the way into the upper traps and now I'm active and I'm locked in and now my bones are stacking, which makes it efficient. So oh, I've been doing like, this all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you needed Daniel the whole time. I know I was focused so much on like my core and my balance, but you're yeah. so right. <laughs> so it's yeah, the core, everyone's like core, core, core. Yes, the core is important, but it's more about what's your stability like. If you, you got to make sure that you're stable here before, and it doesn't matter what, you know, your legs can move around once you have the strong base here. Oh, you're going to see me in the gym randomly practicing handstands against the wall now. <laughs> send, me, send me some videos, please. 
I'm gonna get this. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Please, no. I love I love teaching people handstands because there's a lot of things that come up when you learn a handstand. You know, um, psychologically, if somebody's a very timid person or they're very you know closed, you get them on a wall and they don't they can't open their shoulders. They're t- like, oh, but I have tight shoulders. Well, it's also personality. There's also some deeper issues too. They're not comfortable in their bodies, right? <sighs> So just by getting somebody to do a handstand and getting them stronger in that position, you're opening up their shoulders, you're changing their confidence level, and now they have a new level of you know confidence into the into their life to whatever they want to do. Oh my god! I also teach people, and you know, there's more to handstand than just the, the gold nugget at the end of the, end of the road, right? You're going to learn so much about your body in that yeah. process because you're going to have to fail thousands of times before you can get that one little bit of success. Oh right? my gosh, I love, wait, do you have videos like on YouTube or on your website or anything for Yeah, I have, some, I have some videos, yeah. Okay, we're going to find them and link them in the description so everybody can check them out because I'm obsessed okay. now and I'm going to go find them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've nice. tried it and I know uh, I have a major psychological block toward uh, getting upside down. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I've seen I've seen Daniel work. I've seen him do his thing, and I've seen him teach it to other people. So uh, I kn- I know that what he's talking about works. Now, Daniel, I got to ask you a question because I imagine some of our listeners are are, are thinking sure. about this. They're thinking to themselves, you know, I'm in the fitness business, but I I too want to travel and eat mangoes and teach fitness in in different places. I think it's a really you know uh, attractive thought for for a lot of people. Any tips on on how you got into that and how other people might be able to do it? Sure. So I'd like to go back and talk a little bit about the handstand training first, John, because you're a strong dude. You're super strong. There's nothing wrong with your ability to hold your body weight upside down. So it's not a strength issue. And a lot of people think, oh, but I'm not strong enough to do a handstand. I'm not strong enough to do this, but it's it's here. So, right. So that's that's the thing you got to also change is break that down here. And now that opens up the doors. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to touch on that, too, because I think that's a big point that a lot of people miss. But I'm just not strong enough. No, no, no. You're plenty strong. Um, so as far as the training goes, it literally was, it's the kind of vacation that I wanted to go on. You know, like if I don't on vacation, I don't want to sit and drink margaritas on the beach and hang out and go to an all-inclusive resort. That's not me. So I'm going to create the retreat that I'm going to create the experience that people want to come, come to. So that literally was how it works. It's literally I'm there. I'm like this, this is a great day. You know, this is another great day. At the time I had a girlfriend and we were, you know, working on this together. So we could bounce ideas off of people and it just kind of fell into it's just kind of gradually and perfectly, you know, connected. And so we created, you know, five day experiences for people. They'd come down and, and teach them everything about the lifestyle. It's literally just like, come on. And you know, this is how I eat. This is who I, where I eat. This is why I eat. This is how I train. We do like a little workshop at the there's local gym. There is kind of a, it was a jungle gym. It was super cool. They had like rings and they had, um, you know, it was, it was a little CrossFit gym. They had some, pull-up bars and things like that. So it was a perfect situation, but honestly, it's, it was, it's a nice gym because there was no pads, literally it was concrete floor and there was a piece of wood on top and that was it. No pads. So people are used to training in a certain environment and here you take them into that environment where things are a little rough. Things are a little different, you know, like it's okay. We need to figure out how to be adaptable in that environment just because everything's not perfect. Yeah. And who's to say all the cushioning and stuff is what you were supposed to have. Right. Cause essentially people don't realize I love when people try and step on benches in gyms, like a, a bench press bench, it's padded, yeah. which inherently makes your ankle unstable, no matter what right. shoes you're wearing. Right. Versus right. Um, 
step where it's like maybe a wood top or um, like a different surface where it's a firm top and you're more stable on that than on a bench, for example. Right. Yeah, yeah, people seem to forget about that. I did find your YouTube page and I am obsessed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted videos. I haven't trained clients in a while because, you know, I'm, I'm, a different, I'm on a different journey right now. But yeah, I'm happy to share videos about, you know, whatever. We can this definitely awesome. go deeper yes. into that. Next time you see me, I'm going to be able to do a handstand. <laughs> Let's do them together and take a photo. I know. Let's. I love yeah. it. So tell us a little bit about your company, Salus, as well. Where did it come from? What gave you this idea? So, you know, going back to my background, it's like health and wellness and training and sharing information. Like, you know, um, I want to inspire people. I want to help people to be the best version of themselves. I think we have the ability to kind of see the potential in, in everybody, you know? As, as trainers, we're like, you can do this. I know you can do this. Even though you don't think you can do this, I know you can do this. So for me, it's about, let's find that. Let's, for me, the company Salutes was an opportunity to help more people. You know, if I need a retreat with five to 10 people, that's only five to 10 people, or I work with a few people online, that's not that many people. But if I can actually create a, a company that will one, nourish their bodies, their minds, give them what their bodies need and have been deficient in, and then also, we're also going to be doing a lot of training aspect of it. Then I'm able to serve more people. I'm able to do more with, with my, my time, literally. As so that's what the company salutes is. Um, literally, it was it's just my business partner and I. We were in Mexico, and it started during COVID. So basically, the world shut down. And we just got so lucky to be in this one place in Mexico where we were actually uh, house-sitting, and we were doing videos. So we were doing videos for the house. And so we just got to be there for a month. And so we're just, you know, meanwhile, everybody's saying, okay, the world's, you know, the world's going downhill. Everybody's in this isolation. We were in perfect, we were in freedom. We were surrounded by nature. And we we're like, people need more of this. People need to feel this. They need to feel this kind of vibrancy that the, currently the world isn't having. So my background has been studying a lot about nutrition as well. It's not just the training aspect of it. I want to maximize my body, maximize what I can do. So there's a, there's a product, it's an algae. And literally, I took it about 10 years ago and I really felt it. And I was like, wow, this is a great product. But at the time, it was just too expensive. So when my business partner and I decided, okay, we want to, actually, we want to do this for a living, I said, this is the product we're going to come with first because this is going to make the most impact for, pe for people. It's literally, it creates a foundational nutritional approach for people because it covers all the bases. You know, one of the things that it was great about is a micronutrient. A lot of people are talking about macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. I think even in the even in training world, it's about macros, you know, the bigger the chest, you know. Yeah. What about the serratus anterior? If the serratus anterior is not strong, then the, then the chest muscles aren't going to be as active. The micronutrients are the same way. If you don't have a good micronutrient base, the macronutrients aren't going to be as effective. Yeah. So this micronutrients, so literally this algae, which has been evolving for 3.5 billion years, it's the first source of life. So literally, if you think about the source of life where this earth was covered with CO2. And so what this algae did is it absorbed the CO2 in the environment with the water and created oxygen. And it also photosynthesized the sun to create energy. So now you have this food source, which is the first organism on the planet, which has the building blocks of our lives, is the building blocks for our cells. Our cells need nutrients. Our cells need to get out toxins. Our product has volcanic minerals, which actually helps 
pull the toxins out of the cells, bring the nutrients into the cells at the same time. And our bodies are made of trillions of cells. So now you're building your body up at a cellular level. So for me, that was the most exciting thing because this is going to make the most impact for people. This is going to make, you know, this is going to help people feel something as opposed to like we talked about, people are disconnected, right? Yeah. So this was this was the this is the key that's this is going to turn the lights on. We like to call it the experience the spark of life. Nice. Yeah. So I mean that definitely goes back because things that you feel at a cellular level, like it might be something as simple as like John and I were talking about it before we got online today. Like you go and you know, you go work out and usually he's, he was saying that he has to take a little extra time to warm up his knees because they feel a little extra crunchy. And since he's been taking this AFA algae product, it doesn't take as long to warm up. He feels better, right? He can get into nice. it faster. What other examples do you have, John, of how you felt taking this product? Yeah, that's absolutely my, my main example. You know, as I'm getting older, like sometimes things feel kind of dried up and crunchy. And so I got to warm up before I, I really get into my workout. And, you know, there's a, there's a long list of potential benefits from, from AFA, but this is the one that impacted me the most because then it impacts my ability to do my workouts or be active, which then has a, a much grander um, impact on, on my entire life. Um, so I, I, I'm assuming or I'm thinking that it's some of the anti-inflammatory uh, benefits that I'm getting out of the nutrients in AFA that is, uh, that is helping. And so, again, that's, that's kind of the main one. If we're saying that movement, as you talked about so much earlier, Daniel, is, is very important. It's, it's giving me the gift of being able to move a little bit more freely, a little bit more easily, uh, a little bit more pain-free. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that I've, you know, that you, you're taking a product that's that's giving that back, giving that passion back, which you love to do, you love to train, you love to move. And now by taking AFA, you're actually feeling better. You know, it's it's, it's contributing to your life. So I'm, I'm that just warms my heart so much. You know, I'm happy to hear that. So John. And yeah, so you mentioned the antioxidant components of it and anti-inflammation, but also there's the minerals, you know, the minerals like the magnesium and you know, all sorts. I can talk, I can talk in an hour about the product, but yes. So what's great about it is for, you know, for trainers or anybody, it's, it's easy, clean nutrition. You don't have to be an expert in nutrition to know why it's working. Literally you give your body hundred nutrients a day, which we need and you, and you get out of the way and you just go on with your life. You don't have to focus on, you know, any, you know, a lot of these other details, which people can get, um, you know, confused by they can get overwhelmed by, you know, if you go to a supplement aisle, it's so confusing, you know, okay, here you have somebody, they want to start taking supplements because they hear supplements are good for them. They go to an aisle. Okay. I'm going to get magnesium. Well, there's four or five, 10 different types of magnesium. Which one do you get? So we like to think, why not get it from nature? Why not get it from a pure source? And why not get your friend, if you get your friend into magnesium, get it from a volcano, which has been, you know, erupted 8,000 years ago. Absolutely. What other products do you guys have with Salus? Yeah, so we actually have 14 products. Um, the reason why is we created, so AFA is, is, the, is the main function, foundational product, which everybody takes. And it stands for Aphanazominum Flas Agua. You don't have to learn it, but it literally means the invisible flower of the water when translated, which is, which is beautiful. And so we also have medicinal mushrooms. So mushrooms, so if you think about the evolution of life, it started with the algae, which is the first organism. And then as the algae moved, it had, you know, it went to the land and terrestrial. So then now you have fungi. So now you have mushrooms. And mushrooms are getting a lot more information now. They're getting a lot more spotlight now. So in these mushrooms also have an intelligence as well, which literally, depending on what your goals are, 
you can increase your aerobic capacity, you can help with your gut health, you can calm you down your nervous system for anxiety. So there's, there's a, that's kind of our approach is you take the foundation, you take the you know, AFA, basically you want to take it for the rest of your life because you, you need to nourish your body the rest of your life. And then whatever you're looking for to achieve on top of that. So if you are an athlete and you're looking to work on your aerobic capacity, then you want to take something called cordyceps, cordyceps anesis, which increases your ATP storage of your lungs. So now you're giving your body more tools of what it needs to achieve your goals. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Well, when we get off of here, I'm gonna have I'm gonna ask for some suggestions then because I'm gonna get some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you say that AFA is the place to start for for everybody? Absolutely. Yeah. AFA is a place to start because you know, literally, unfortunately, where our food is, you know, you can say I'm I eat organic, I eat this, I eat that. But the food and the soil doesn't have the nutrients that it needs in it, which is so sad. Like literally, you can be the best, you, you we want to be as healthy as you can be. You're doing all the right things, but it's not available to you anymore, which is really sad to see. But so AFA has those nutrients. And what makes them great is they're 97% bioavailable because the cell wall is so flexible and you actually don't have to digest the nutrients. It actually goes right into the body. So you're instantly getting that, that feeling and you actually feel it right in between your eyes. It increases your focus and increases your energy. It actually increases your mood. It has the precursors of neurotransmitter dopamine. And wouldn't the world be a lot better if everybody was a little bit higher and had some more dopamine? Right. From good sources. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sounds good to me. Now, uh, just, just so that it's clear to, uh, to everyone, to all our listeners, in terms of, uh, in terms of your overall mission. Um, and you'd mentioned something to me before about just uh, just kind of a connection to, to nature. And it sounds like AFA helps uh, people with that. But the, the overall mission of, of yourself and, and Salus, can you talk a little bit uh, about that? Sure. I mean, the overall mission is to help people reconnect to nature. And what that means is bring, that, bring everything into balance, you know, help them find their balance, whatever that is, help them find their true north. And by when you nourish your body, when you're giving your body the, the nutrients it needs, things just start going a little bit easier. Your body, everything just starts, you know, you're hitting the green lights. Those red lights are not happening anymore. There's traffic, what used to be traffic, is just flowing now. So that literally gives you the opportunity to open the door and be like, okay, now what? What do I want to do now that that's taken care of? You know, a lot of people say, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll retire when I have this much money. Well, what happens if, you know, something happened and you broke your leg and, and had a serious injury? And when you retire, you're not going to be able to enjoy your life as much as you could have. So for us, it's about let's open up, let's give people what they need so they can thrive. And then, and then let's see what happens, see what they do. You know, let's let them find their passions from there. And maybe their current job isn't their passion. And maybe they want to get into knitting or maybe they want to get into drawing. Like, oh, I used to be an artist when I was a kid and I loved it, but I've never given myself the opportunity to it. So what we've done with our company is we've wanted to create also, um, we, have, we have a program called Share Health which literally means share health. We just want to share health to as many people as possible. And everybody that joins that community has the opportunity to, to get rewarded every time they share health. So they're going to get 20% commission anytime they share health with their friends or family, because who doesn't want their friends and family to be the best versions of themselves? Nice. Awesome. I love that. I love that you guys are all about health, but yeah, not, not just for yourself, right? Don't keep it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't keep it for yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love and so it's, it's more about it's more like it's one thing to take the products. Yes, you're going to take the products, but 
there's more to that. Like we also want to share health resources. Like we talked about this before the, the call. It was like, what happens when you wake up for a sunrise? What what does that do to your body? That's a simple thing. It doesn't cost $19.95 to go do it. You don't need a special program to go watch the sunrise. Mm-hmm. And what that's going to do for your body and, and set the day and set the tone for that day is going to change. It can change your world. It can change your mind. You know, like people come down to these retreats for me. And they're, they're setting their body, they're setting their circadian rhythm, they're watching sunsets, sunrises, they're being around people, they're building community, they're laughing, they're, you know, they also have an opportunity to re-identify themselves. You know, I think so many times we we wear this badge of like, okay, I'm Daniel and this is who I am. I'm the handstand guy. Well, no, I'm Daniel and I can do this and I can be whoever I want to be. I don't have to be fit into this one niche or I don't have to be just father, you know what I mean? With a lot of people. So the opportunity to step outside of these um, these terms that we've given ourselves is, is an important piece to it as well. Uh, I like the way you think, Daniel. I like the way you think. It's very, very open-minded and, and very, it's peaceful. I like it. Um, I, I can tell that you have a lot of that in your life. Um, we're going to post the link for the Salus website in the description yeah. and your YouTube page, because again, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to do a handstand. Okay. But where can our listeners find you on like social media? Sure. First off, I'd like to offer all the listeners a discount code. It's going to be okay. ISSA 20 and they'll get 20% discount on their first purchase. Nice. Yes. It's our opportunity. We want everybody to experience the spark of life. And so as far as our social media, it's going to be, um, you know, Instagram is salus.io, um, Facebook salus.io. And then um, my personal one is Daniel underscore Spencer 11. And the website is salus.io, not.com.io is our website. Perfect. Yes, we'll link that with the discount code right here in the description for this episode. Very cool. Thank you so much, Daniel. This has been a really good talk. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, John, any last words? Well, you know, we went over a a lot of stuff today, and it's such a fascinating story from Daniel. But the, the main things that I heard, and hopefully these ring true, are go outside into nature, move your body eat some healthy nutrients. I think yeah. that's a pretty sound message for, for everyone. Yeah. Keep it simple. <laughs> exactly. Keep it simple. Don't over, don't overdo it. And don't get, you know, don't get um, stopped by like, you know, just focusing on these numbers, like these data or comparing yourself to other people. Like yeah. you're the best version of yourself. Like check in with yourself daily. How am I feeling? If you're stressed, ask yourself why, you know, if you're low energy, ask yourself why, if you, if you have low energy, take a nap. Give your body that opportunity to take a nap. You know, I think a lot of people are so focused on trying to be productive all the time, but you can actually be more productive if you take a step back to move forward. Agreed. I love that. Love it. Love thank it. you again so much. And thank you guys pleasure. for listening. Um, as usual, we will leave you our best advice ever, and that is to make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. Yeah.